I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 481st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. Here today with my speculative co-host, we've got the fluffiest whimsicott. Howdy, yo. And we've also got the one and only R Sigma. Howdy. And welcome to the show where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game. We call ourselves Puckle or the Pokemon Underground Champions League. It's a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And we have a good time. We just we just talk Pokemans. We talk about what we're up to, what we're doing. So I, I did beat Pokemon Conquest this week, <laughs> the main story. Ooh. Ooh, nice. You pushed yourself. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. It, it's not that bad. I think I, I would say if you're playing like at a casual pace, it's like 13 hours. I was gonna say it's probably not bad. I I just chose to try to find everyone's like perfect sync there. Yeah. Through. Well, the problem and, is they uh, like reset it afterwards when you're done. If you want to go do any of the side missions, so who cares? If you do any of the side missions, once you recruit them, they still have the same things you recruited with them. That's so. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if you do it like a casual playthrough, you're talking like 13 hours, I think, just to play mm. through the game, which isn't bad. I mean, that's a nice short like main story. There's definitely more side missions to do. Yeah. There's like another hard mode maiden quest eventually, but you have to do X number of side quests, which is awful. Mm-hmm. So eh. mm-hmm. it it's all right. It's all right. It, it it's a good game for what it is. I do realize it le- it left me like lacking. Like there's definitely places where you can see like, oh yes, this game definitely came out in 2011 or 2012. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, okay, quality of life updates are, are a thing that have happened, and I would have liked these here and here but it, overall it's still a good game like the gameplay is good Mm-mm. but it's it's also a tactical rpg and look who you're talking to right like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a tactical rpg it's just like oh yes thatch do you enjoy fire emblem yes i do mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> yeah speaking of that with the direct this week they came out with that like project triangle or whatever and mm-hmm. i was oh, like yeah. oh man it's like fire emblem but octopath yeah pretty much i'm intrigued I like that. I like the art style. Yeah, I like the art style in Octopath. I don't. Well, we can agree to disagree. I think the art style in Octopath is pretty. I, I like I like it as a modern spin on pixel art. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. nostalgic, but also yeah, new at the same time. Yeah, so. it's like it, it. It's pixel art, but you can tell it. They put a little bit more work into it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like oh yes, we just made sprites. And we called it good. No, we took the time to like actually make a graphics engine to utilize those sprites a little bit. So I, I mean, I like it, but I'm also like one. I really like the nostalgic feel of sprite work. Mm-hmm. I like I I'll play old Pokemon games just for sprites. 
<laughs> Sometimes. Because sprites are cool. I like sprites. And then I, I don't know. I, I'm excited for that one, though. I, I'm legitimately excited for Project Triangle. I'm also, despite what everybody says, excited for Skyward Sword. And I may, that's more nostalgia than anything, I think, though. I, I'm kind of excited for it, too. I think the story is strong. I, I want to play without motion controls. Uh, yes. I want to play without motion controls. I want to see how mm-hmm. they fix it, because there are definitely issues with it, so hopefully they address Oh, yeah. No, there's, def- there's a lot of quality of life issues in Skyward Sword. And I, I think, one, the controller option, I think, is just being able to play with, like, buttons is good. Yes. And then uh, as long as they fix, like, a couple of the menu issues and stuff like that, I think it'll be fine. And they, they have a history of doing that with the remakes. Exactly. Doing, with, with the Zelda remakes. I, I, I am very excited for that. A lot of the complaints I see is about price, and it's like... Yeah, okay, but, okay, they complain about everything, though. So I, I think I finally realized what my problem is, and it's the fact that the rest of the world still has those vouchers, and we don't. And that annoys oh, me. Oh, that is annoying. That's true. It's like, you know what fixes my issue with the price? Those vouchers. And we don't have them anymore, and everyone else does. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not upset about price, mostly because it's Nintendo, and Nintendo can set their own market value, essentially, right? I mean, that's not wrong. It's just that, like, when you're paying... Fifty dollars for the game digitally versus sixty. It's kind of nice. Oh yeah, I know. I I agree with that. I I think the digital version should always be cheaper than the physical version. Mm-mm. And that's never the case uh, <laughs> because stores run sales all the time. Exactly. And you can go pick up a physical version super cheap. It's the reason I I own a physical version of Shield. I will probably continue to buy digital versions. Only because of convenience. I will pay the upcharge for convenience, but I also realize that I'm not, I'm like, I, I'm in a financial position where like, I don't really care for $10. Like, yeah. and I know that's a problem for a lot of other people. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to be here and be like, oh, well, it's, it's not a problem for me, so it shouldn't be a problem for you. And like, I completely understand if you want to save 10 bucks on a game, more power to you. Go buy the physical version. As long as you're playing it and having fun, who cares? Right. I don't care if you buy it physical or digital. Yeah. Yeah. After the clutter that was, like, the 360 generation for me, mm-hmm. I, I much prefer digital at this point. It's like, oh, it's so nice. It's I, so I prefer nice. digital just because, I, especially with the Switch being portable, mm-hmm. it's so nice just not to have to carry around cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the part, like, that I'm all for. I'm just like, I don't want to carry around cartridges, and that's where it ends. And so I'll just download things. Yeah. Switch first came out, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to get digital for multiplayer games because being able to switch to those whenever I want is a good thing. That's a and good idea. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Th- this is just super convenient and I love it. So it's yeah. like, okay, I'm just getting digital for everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like started buying physical. I don't remember the last time I bought a physical game <laughs> on Switch. And it, I also talked to, I talked my wife into buying uh, digital as well. Because she was like, oh, I think I'm going to buy the, the physical versions. I like having the case and everything. And I'm just like, okay. And then after a while, um, it was with Pokemon that I think that that's really when like, it switched for with Sword and Shield. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to download it. And she's just like, why are you downloading it? I'm like, then I, don't, I can just play it at midnight without like worrying. Mm-mm. Right? Oh, it's so nice. I can just play it at midnight without having to like go to GameStop and sit in the cold. Because they make you go outside eventually, which is dumb. <laughs> I mean, with Pokemon, I'm yeah. playing when it releases in Japan. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. For the same price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's absolutely dumb. There's a little bit more hassle buying it on the Japanese eShop because you have to like go get Japanese e- eShop cards. But eh. it's it, it, there's hassle. Play Asia makes it easy enough. 
Or you can just pretend you live at the Astronomical Observatory in Sydney, like I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I looked into doing that. I looked into doing that. I mean, you could do that very easily, I think, on the 3DS. It's easier to do it on the 3DS than it is on the Switch. Not anymore. Really? Okay, because I tried looking into how to do it on the Switch. I was like, oh, maybe I just go Australian instead of going Japanese. And it was so much harder for me to get Australian eShop cards to pay for it. Yeah, no, you'd have to use like your credit card instead of yeah. finding eShop cards. It wouldn't let me use the credit yeah. card. It it liked mine, so I got lucky. Yeah, maybe it's because you're European. Probably. Yeah, it wouldn't let me use my... There's like, this is an American credit card. What are you doing? Uh, Same with PayPal. It's like, oh, yep. can't you make this a little easier, Nintendo? Yeah, you have to make like a Japanese PayPal. I made an Australian PayPal, but the Australian PayPal had to like my European credit card. Yes, that was yeah, it. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I, I, yeah, no. I to avoid the hassle in the future. I'm just gonna go ahead and just buy my, uh, buy my games through the USE shop, and I'll just wait till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll go back to play Asia for some more Japanese eShop cards at some point. Sure. Maybe if it go, maybe if Diamond and Pearl comes out. The only reason is I know that uh, Nintendo is like starting to smack people for playing it before it came out on Twitch. That was so dumb, though. Like, yeah. It's out. It's out in other countries. The worst part is they're hitting people who live in those countries. Too. Yeah. Yeah, they're I know. They're just hitting was... the Americans that are buying it early, and there's no reason for it. It was really dumb. I didn't like it, uh, so I don't want to, like, risk that or anything. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I might take that day off the day, I- the day it comes out now, too. I have vacation <laughs> days because I can't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's lots of vacation time for Thatch. It's going to be a good just take a day off, have a good time and party. Ah, uh, anything new with you guys while while we're here and we've talked about buying Japanese and Australian games. So, I'm taking part in the UUTC. Mm-hmm. And I spent over a week like actually like breeding a team <laughs> and preparing and training online i got to master ball rank and then i got solidly beaten by hoitku and completely <laughs> destroyed by hdm so i guess like puckle people are way above the level of whoever you're matching up with on online bss <laughs> because <laughs> no that that wasn't like no <laughs> I would say I would say the cream is thinner relative to the body in BSS online than VGC. Yeah. Um that's how that's how I'll describe it. Like it's uh like the proportion of people playing BSS versus the people who are good at BSS is uh a much larger differentiation in BSS yeah. than it is in uh, VGC. In VGC like you might start to see some good people when you're in tier 9 and 10. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And in BSS, I don't think you see anybody good until you hit Master Ball. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very surprised by how easy it was for me to get to Master Ball after months of not playing the format. Yeah, mm-hmm. because a lot of people just want to jump in and play, you know, a, a singles format with people on Pokemon, right? Yeah. And that's not something that... Because that's the way they play the game. And maybe they should accommodate for that online, Pokemon. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. Um, it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just, yeah. Just, just a thought. Just throwing it out there, yeah. TPCI. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's what it is. 
Oh, all right. Well, we got some news to talk about. So let's kick it on over uh, to the news. Let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. Pokemon Day is next weekend, so we obviously don't know everything that's going to be announced this week. Their announced announcements throughout the week will be happening. So I, I do look forward to that. I assume we're not going to hear about any kind of mainline game until like near the end. And even if we do, I feel like we're going to get titles and that's it. Yeah. I, I don't think Although, we'll hear too much else. There's not going to be like a trailer. I think there will be a trailer. Mm, uh, they've surprised us with this the last few times, though. Like, that, no one okay. Gen 8 was coming when it showed up. It's like, oh. Okay. I think the re- reason I think of the, the way that I do, because one, this is the uh, quote unquote, like off year in the generation, oh, right? right? Where if it is Diamond and Pearl remakes, remakes typically don't get announced before May. They totally will. Yeah, no. Uh, in the past, they've cut into sales of the mm-hmm. game that just came out three months earlier. This time, that's it's, true. Oh, the game came out. Oh, no. I think the model they have earlier. now is fantastic. Yeah, so they can announce mm-hmm. it on Pokemon Day, not feel bad. No, they Let's should. Yeah. They really should. Uh, the thing is, also on the 20th anniversary, they didn't really announce Sun and Moon. They just kind of gave us the logos for it, and that was kind of it. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, but Gen 8, they, they went, us. like, all out. Sun and Moon were, like, a bit of a rush job. I would say the last two generations of Pokemon have been a rush job, but that's that's a hot take. Fair. No, I, no, I think that's fair. The marketing was at least good for Galar at the beginning. I like Sun and Moon's marketing. I thought it was really good. Okay. And that might just be because I like Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> I thought the marketing for Sun and Moon was really, really good because we had that series of videos where like the kid was playing Pokemon with his friends. Yeah. Like those were so good. We should have those more of that. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember tearing up at some of the Gen 7 trailers, including the very first one. The music was amazing. They shot a lot mm-hmm. of it at the Waikiki Strip, and I was like, I've been on that bench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, in celebration of the 25th anniversary, however, there's going to be a Gigantamax Pikachu raid from the 26th to the 28th. If 1 million peop- mm. Pika- people defeat Pikachu, everyone will be able to receive 100 Armorite and 100 Dynamite or Dynamite or, yeah, uh, March 2nd through March 15th. That's just, that's wow. kind of exciting. That's exciting. I will, I will join in that. We should stream that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe you're you're green, Whimsicott. You're green today. I am. So I'm here to tell you that there is a Shiny Toxtricity event available right now for players in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Germany, Italy, France, Belgium, and the Netherlands. And it's usually through GameStop or whatever your like local GameStop equivalent is. And if you're in the US, at least, uh, we're not sure about anywhere else, you can use the Pokemon Pass app to get the Pokemon from outside the store. You're going to get your <laughs> code, uh, so it's safer. I, I think you have to have the uh, QR code that you have to scan to or something oh, like that Oh, no. Yeah. No, hmm. it's dumb. It's dumb. That said, you can get, like, infinite codes. Uh, the the only time recently I was like, yeah, let's go to a GameStop was because those sweet Zelda Joy-Cons were coming out. And my wife tra- uh, was trying to pre-order them, but GameStop ran out, so no oh. pre-orders. Yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about getting those because it's gonna be it's gonna be nasty. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, 
This event runs until March the 15th, so maybe you can, like, find a good, like, downtime to go there when there's not people around, possibly. Yeah. But there's also accounts that are, like, tweeting out codes, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So you can get them. Uh, you get three per scan, and also if you're, you have an Android, you can delete your cache for the app, and you can mm. rescan again and take more screenshots oh. and... So it's very easy to, like, just farm codes and give them to people if you want them. Yeah, but there, like I, I said, there's, like, twi- Twitter, uh, Twitters that are tweeting out, like, a ton of them. So I think you'll be okay. You don't probably oh, have to go. that's a lot better. Mm-hmm. A lot safer for everyone. Oh, I yeah. appreciate those accounts. I assume it's a GameStop employee that's just sitting there because nobody's probably, coming into yeah. the store. <laughs> that's what I imagine. That's my thought. Yeah, like, it, it's it's fine to go one, to one of those accounts in the pandemic because... Yeah. Also, Pokemon Pass is not the greatest way to do distribution, Mm -hmm. so... I don't think making us go to stores to get event Pokemon is a good way to give away event Pokemon. Hashtag hot take. I honestly was mad when I heard that it was in physical stores. I mean... Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I assume money exchanged hands, and that's why it's there. Yes. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean... Shocked Pikachu face. Uh, What? Pokemon company likes money? What? Who would have thought? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, all right let's move on to video game battling news though okay so series 9 has been announced because it turns out series 8 is not very popular um if you look at the pokemon home app there are a hundred thousand less players right now than there really was wow. oh my gosh wow yeah there was like two hundred and fifty thousand when i checked on monday versus like three hundred and fifty thousand last wow month. Okay. Uh, granted, wow. it is only half or two thirds of the way through the month. Maybe those numbers pick up, but yeah, no, that that's probably why they announced it so quickly. <laughs> mm, just people do not like any flavor of the GS Cup whatsoever. Wow. To be fair, like you can watch the numbers just l- lower down and down and down uh, from season to season. So, well, it's that's like, fair. The yeah, game is less new. So, yep. Uh, like there's a peak when the DLC comes out and then it just drops again. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, so yeah, we're going back to, uh, standard series seven, which is a little sad. I would have preferred like a ban list, but that'll be our summer league format. So yay. <laughs> it's easier to do summer league with the full roster. So yeah, yeah that's, that's nice for us. <laughs> yeah. It's better when we don't have to figure out a legend for a, for a, Type that for a type, yes. Well, I <laughs> <That's> mean, <laughs> very true. It would have been nice if we hadn't had, like, you know, if I would have brought Zation to the fairy gym, and now everyone knows how to destroy Zation. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, oh, everyone you know, brings it out. That Yay. would have been very much fun. Also, there's a competition coming up this weekend. Uh, you get 50 BP for participating, and all it is is the current Battle Stadium. It's so rules. boring. Uh, yes, you get one restricted Pokemon, and, and it runs over next weekend. Uh, I I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I mean, I miss the competitions that we have with like fun rules. I, I think part of it is again because um, like not all the Pokemon are present in the game because you can't build fun metas without everything. I think mm-hmm. because like we used to have the fun like oh you can only bring Pokemon that are like red, green, or white in the Pokedex. Yeah, it's the spooky cup. Yeah, the spooky cu- dude. I love all of those, and that was the first thing I thought. That was one of the first things I thought when they were talking about Dexit. I was just like, oh, man, we're not going to be able to do those because the reason those worked was because there were a bajillion Pokemon to choose from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Pikachu EP Cup. That one was. Yeah, fun. exactly. <laughs> uh, you can't do that anymore because. No. Pikachu still has Light Ball and EB doesn't have anything. No, it has simple. nothing. Mm-hmm. It does not have a Z move anymore. 
it it has a disappointing gmax and yes. we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> um. yeah all right moving on to pokemon go news the favorite part of the show for most people <laughs> This is actually exciting because they decided to make Pokemon that are hard to find the Community Day Pokemon again. Yeah. And so Fletchling has been announced as the next Community Day Pokemon from on March 6th from 11 to 5 p.m. local time. I like these extended hours, by the way, for Community Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're great. They're great. They don't feel you don't feel stressed to go out. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, three times catch experience and you can buy you can give them a dollar so you can feel like you won Community Day mm. as always. You have a better chance of getting like high ivy fletchling if that's something you care about but it's a fletchling so it's probably crap anyway yeah Yeah. it's still yeah so i don't know i don't know why at this point i'm just like oh man i could just transfer it to pokemon home and then use it there and then i was like but i could just breed i I could just breed one it's a bad shiny yeah it's yeah it's also a very bad shiny you're absolutely correct (laughs) in the generation where they're just like hey let's start making good shinies um and craft individual shinies they're just like still awful Talonflame is still awful it it has iron man colors that's not so terrible it's pretty bad compared to like black ages lash over there Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's better than garchomp and that's about it and regice and regice (laughs) (laughs) well tell us about the pokemon go kanto tour (laughs) oh the kanto tour has started as we are recording this prop podcast and there are a bunch of things that you can get from it if you spin a pokestop you get nine free raid passes that's a lot uh there's a box with three free remote raid passes as well as one that you can get for free that has 200 pokeballs unfortunately you do need the inventory space to have those 200 pokeballs so good luck with that (laughs) without spending money (laughs) goodbye berries i I, I was gonna say i don't think i've had 200 space in my inventory i don't remember the last time it's happened yeah Uh, Uh, if you evolve your Kanto starters, they will know their community and it moves if you evolve them during this event. And there's an, there's the big research to get the shiny Mew if you paid for it. Doesn't that require like level 40 though? Not in the first two missions, but we do know it does require it eventually. We won't know what it'll actually include after level two without data mines until a month from now because oh. mission two, mission two has you have to catch a Pokemon daily for 30 days. So, oh, ugh, this yeah, sounds disgusting. It'll be a while. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. This is bad. Can you still buy it? That, can I bu- could I buy it right now if I wanted to? I don't know. Uh, I bought it already, so I haven't opened Pokemon Go in literally five months. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on uh, to some raid days. Yeah, there's a raid day on the very last day of the month, February the 28th, and it features Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, which are also featured this week for the Kanto event, so whatever. Uh, but Giovanni does return with a different Shadow Legendary Pokemon, and there's going to be a free remote raid pass box, Ooh. so that's something. Please be Ooh. Lugia. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, Pokemon Go. Give us Shadow Lugia. Shadow Lugia and like using the the version from XD is would be the most hype thing they could possibly do. Uh, yeah. I think. I mean, after the disappointment that was Mecha Mewtwo, uh, I I would be down for a uh, Shadow yeah. Lugia. Shadow Lugia is such cool art that they haven't utilized properly. Do you know who designed Shadow Lugia? By the way, James Turner. James Turner. Yeah, mm. he does. He designed Shadow Lugia. He calls it his baby. Uh, <laughs> it's a really okay. cool design <laughs> it's a cool design I like yeah it. i mean yeah it, it's a really cool design it's a really cool idea i mean xd and um xd and coliseum were both very 
well thought out in terms of concept, I thought. Mm-hmm. And I'm upset that we don't get to go back to that. I would love um I would love for the 25th anniversary like here's some remasters of that or something like that. Hmm. The games are grindy, but I would love to see some kind of remaster like that. Granted, I don't think all the Pokemon that are in those games are in Sword and Shield yet, though. <laughs> I was, was going to say, let, let's let's get Gens 1 through 3 first, and then we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know that all those Pokemon are in Sword and Shield yet. Let's, but... let's get Gens 1 through 3 on the Switch, because I think they're fine. Uh, you yeah. can just throw them up. I, I do feel like they should probably go for either the Game Boy Color or like the, the uh, Super Nintendo Super Game Boy version of the game. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think I think they should absolutely get something. Uh, what would be even better is something like the Dodrio Tower type version, oh, where you could yeah. like where you could increase the speed. Yes, that would be lovely. Um, I think that's they're what they're not going to do it. Uh, they're not going that, that to. Would... No, we just talked about something that would be great to have. Why would we get it? <laughs> all right. On that note, though, that's all the news. There's no puckle news to really talk about. Um, I think we might try to record the show live next week, though. Um, also on Twitch mm-hmm. next. Um, so because it's Pokemon Day, right? So let's like be hype on Saturday, right? So yeah. next Saturday on uh, on the twenty seventh, I'm throwing Seth under the bus already. Oh no, he did say he just told me he's okay with it. Literally just now, we're gonna go ahead. Uh, we're gonna start a stream at like eight a.m. Eastern next Saturday. Thatch is gonna go f- gonna wake up at six a.m. He's gonna go run on his treadmill, and then he's gonna shower, and then he's gonna come upstairs with a bowl of Pokemon cereal, and we're gonna sit down and we're gonna do a couple hour watch party of season six of the Pokemon anime. We'll get through the first few episodes. It'll be a good time. We'll have a good time hangout, um, which is uh, going to be fun in and of itself, I think. We're going to watch that. So we'll probably get through like four or five episodes. Then around 10 o'clock, we'll switch over to the, the podcast and we'll record the podcast live. I have Linian and Seth next week to talk about uh, what happened throughout the week for Pokemon Day. So <laughs> we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I've decided. So twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. Be there or be square. And then maybe afterwards, we'll play some Pokemon and kill some G- Max Pikachu. Yeah. Sounds like a fun Saturday. Yep. On that note, we are going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Thanks to Mark from the Dunsparce gang for giving us that intro. So if you guys are ready, we've got the questions. So our first question this week is going to be from Shark Finnegan. He asks, what is the only fairy type Pokemon that can learn fly without being part flying type? (laughs) Not Weemsicott, I can tell you that right away. (laughs) Well, it's part flying type, so it's fine. Uh, Uh, Ah, ha, ha. Hmm. Okay, without being part flying type, it can learn fly, it's a fairy type. Uh, Tapu Koko, I want to say? You know what? Maybe. It learns a lot of flying type stuff, because it's a bird. Yeah, because it gets brave birds, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it had fly, and no one knows, because, like... You would never use fly. Yeah, if you were running Z-Crystal, you were using brave bird. Uh. <laughs> Although, 
Mm, maybe some people would use it now. What else could it be? Mm. I don't know. The spritzy and aroma teas kind of look like birds. No. Uh, no but I don't, I don't see that <laughs> happening. Hmm. Would it be a regional form? Hmm. Is the only one Rapidash, and that's not. That's yeah, not they that didn't way. give it the Sadly, wings that we all wanted it to have. Uh, so <laughs> disappointing, by the way. <laughs> Very disappointing. Right? It's okay. We'll get Mega Rapidash and Mega Galarian Rapidash soon. Yeah. That won't happen. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't think it's going to be like Rabombi, right? Hmm. That's actually a fair point. I'm going to need an answer. Um, oh, gosh. I was sure it was Tapu Koko, but Ribombi is an excellent answer. And actually... No, it's not. It can't fly. It's so small. It's like the size of your finger. <laughs> Pidgey gets fly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Pidgey's Gen 1. Fair. Rhydon uses Surf in that game. <laughs> I don't know. Things don't uh, make sense. Do you want to say Tapu Koko or Ribombi? Yeah, I'm fine with saying Coco. I have to. Okay. Let's go with Tapu Koko. Tapu Koko is correct. He's Ooh. a chicken, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> he is bird without being he bird. He is bird. It's... He is bird without being bird. He's bird type. So that is type. one for one. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like Tapu Bulu being a bull. It's fine. And yet yeah. being in zero the Chinese New Year stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one is from Gliscor Gamer. Which type did not have a Mega Evolution introduced in Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby? Ooh. Mm. So, not electric, not dragon. Not grass or water. Not fighting or psychic. In Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, by the way, not the X and Y. So you have to discount yeah, the X and Y I know. ones. Okay. Uh, so here's a question. Do you think it's... Uh, no, Camera Opt camera was introduced. Yeah. I was so, going to say, do you think it's fire because Blaziken was in the one before? Hmm... But Mega Camera Ups was... No? Dragon has Sceptile. Yeah. And depending on which way you go, it also has Altaria, if you want the Pokemon that yeah. wants it if Mega Evolving. Does it have a dragon that Mega Evolves into a dragon? Yeah, Salamence. Never mind. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, which also blocks off flying. Mm-hmm. Mm. I excluded Electric, but... Actually, is it Electric? Manectric was before. Manectric was XY. Ampharos was, was XY. XY. What other mega? Uh, there is, there's Audino, so. Yeah. What other electric type mega evolutions Wait, are there? What about Ghost? Ghost? Because there's Banat, Gengar. Banat, Gengar. I can't remember, like, any. Like Poison, there's Beedrill. Um, yeah. Hmm. Dark, there's Sharpedo. Yeah. So I think it's we probably got it down to electric or. Yeah. Ghost Sableye? Sableye Sableye got ghost. it. Sableye got it. So it's probably electric. Yeah, because I can't think of any other electric type mega evolutions. Mm -hmm. So it's probably electric because they got them all done in X and Y. I think so. Do you want to go with that? Yeah. Okay. Electric is correct. Mega Manetric Ooh. and Mega Ampharos are the only ones, and they got those both in X and Y. One of those is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, Manetric's not bad. No, Manetric was good. Manetric, Manetric's Manetric not bad. was good. Ampharos was bad. fashionable. Yeah, I hope they come back. I really want Megas back. Yeah. It's such a good mechanic. I love it. It's so much better than Dynamax. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
All right. This question is going to be your Pokedex question, as always. So you get one. If you can't get it, you get a second uh, entry. And each time it reduces it by a point for a possible total of two points if you get it on the first try. So this one's going to be from Zaskari. It's Omega Ruby entry states. It's extremely cautious. It quickly bounds off whenever it senses danger. Who's that Pokemon? Mm. <laughs> Can you repeat it, please? That's a really bad one. Why did we let this one through, Liger? <laughs> it's extremely it literally be anything. <laughs> it's extremely cautious. It quickly bounds off when it senses danger. Bounds off. That's a weird verb to use. It is. It makes sense. Uh, that that's what that's what I'm focusing on. <laughs> Bounding. Like something that bounces, maybe or look. So bounding is like quickly walking away, like bouncing, right? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm leaning z- like maybe Zigzagoon. Mm, I think most of its Pokedex entries state that it's curious and it always moves in a zigzag line. So it's not okay. cautious; it's curious. Hmm. It bounds away. Um, I don't think we're getting it on the first one. Uh, no. Uh, C dot. Maybe C dot. Ooh, I actually like that. C dot walks weird. I'm just going through the. I'm going through the Hoenn. Or text. maybe no, no, no. It's a bunny. It has to be a bunny Pokemon. Oh. Oh. Uh, so um, maybe something Buneary? like Buneary. Yeah, it has. It's alert to sounds because it has those big ears and it bounds away. Mm-hmm. Unless so, it's yeah. like Meryl. Or or Azuril. Mm. Azuril's Pokedex entries very often talk about the nutrients in the tail. Okay. So yeah, we can go Baneri. Yeah, I like Baneri. Let's go with that. Uh, I'll give it to you for Baneri. Um, it's low punny, but I, it's close okay. enough. Um, okay. So you guys got two points. Wow. I'll give it to you. <laughs> the second entry that we had was uh, its shield entry that says... Once hot seasons are over, this Pokemon's coat will be replaced with fur that holds a lot of insulating air in preparation for colder weather. Yeah, that one. That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yep. 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 So you guys are at four for three. Your next question is your multi-answer question. Both of these have way too many answers. So we're going to go with the one with the fewest number of answers. There's only two points possible for this question. Mm -hmm. There are five total answers. You get a point for each of the first two. You get two strikes. Okay. You have to lock in every answer with me. Uh, This one's from Trevster. Throughout all generations, which five naturally poison type Pokemon, not like Arceus and Kecleon, Mm -hmm. can't ever learn toxic? Poison types that can't learn toxic. Poison type that can't learn toxics throughout all generations. So we're going to jump up to Gen 8 real quick. Um, yeah. And do you think Toxel and Toxtricity learn Toxic? Hmm. Good point. Do we think Eternatus learns Toxic? Um, good point. So I'm thinking Toxel, maybe not, because it's a baby. Okay. Toxel. Uh, but you want to lock that in? Yeah, let's lock that in. Toxel is correct. That is locked in. Yes. Good job. Cool. That is one of the five. Uh, Want to go Eternatus, too? Because I feel like Eternatus might be okay. I mean, we have two strikes, and I trust you, so yeah. yeah. Uh, Eternatus. Eh, eh, that's a strike. Okay. Wow, he learns Toxic. He learns it, yeah. Okay, so uh, Widow and Kakuna get very, very few moves. They do not get TMs, so. Exactly. And I don't think that Toxic is in their level up moveset. No. 
it's possibly not. ever. So I would like to say one of them. Sure. Okay, Weedle. Uh, that is correct. That That is two. That is a point. Good. Uh, so hear me out. Cascoon. Is Cascoon a poison type? Uh, I'm not even sure if it is. I think it is. I don't know if it's a poison type because it's a Cascoon. Exactly. Um, I'm not even sure that it is a poison type. <laughs> That's really bad. So I'm thinking that I don't know the answer to that question either. It is not. It is not a poison type. It is pure okay. bug. It is pure bug okay. for all of our curiosities. <laughs> I don't know if cask. I I don't know why I would know. Okay, so that's cascoon. Does is that mean silicoon is also just pure bug? I need to know now. Yeah, well, it, is. Yeah. it is. It is. It evolves into flying. a flying type at least, so it makes sense. <laughs> so Cascoon just isn't poison type. What we that's so weird. I always thought it was. Right. Wow. Okay. Right? Continue. Okay. <laughs> so um Kakuna might also be a possible answer, but it is. That sounded weird when he asked which one we wanted to lock in. Because I need you to lock in Pokemon, not because I'm trying okay. to get uh, Don't read into my thoughts. Yeah. We'll lock okay. in Kakuna. Yeah. Kakuna is correct. That's three. There are two more. You do have the hint, by the way, as well. Do you think it's toxicity? It could be. Let's give ourselves a few seconds to think of anything else that is poison type and completely useless. Are there any other Gen 8 poison types? I want to say... Oh, can Galarian Weezing do it? Oh, oh. Because it's about purification, not poisoning. Hmm... Oh, wait, because you can have a coughing that can evolve into it. Yeah, and coughing can have it, yes. I thought that was a cool thought. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a cool thought, though. Like something tiny that's a poison type, but it's a baby. The thing is, like, everything that learns TMs back in Gen 7 and before learn toxic. Exactly. That's the issue. So that's why we have to look at Gen 8, because... Um, does Poipol learn toxic? Yes, I assume... Yeah, I'd imagine so. It, okay. it has a giant needle. It has to exactly. I'm going to need answers. Okay. Let's try toxicity. Yeah, let's try with that one. Toxicity. Toxicity is unfortunately incorrect, and that's going to end it for you guys, because it's your second strike and you're out. Uh, that's okay. So the two you were missing, and you're going to kick yourselves, Galarian Slowbro and Galarian Slowking. Oh. oh. Yeah. There are poison types up there. Okay. Yeah. How does Slowking not get it? He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get it. Weird. Yeah. Um, weird. You were right with the logic, though, with the TMs and everything. So you were you were very close. Yeah. So you only got one point for that question. So unfortunately, you're only at five for four, but you can still cash in the hint for the extra point because you got the question correct by some technicality. Okay. All right. And so your next question is your base stat question, as always. And it's going to come from... Shark Finnegan this week. What fighting type Pokemon has the highest base speed? I can't believe I read that. Fighting type? Yes. I can't Pokemon believe I read that. Has what? Isn't so that easy. Feromosa? 151? Is there anything that's yeah, faster? Yeah, it's faster than Mewtwo X, right? I think so. Zacian is slower than that and not a fighting type. Zamazenta is way slower than Zacian. Deoxys is a psychic type? Yeah. It's not a fighting type. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, it seems so obvious. That Electro, <laughs> Electrode's just not a fighting type either. Exactly. So like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Neither I was, is Ninjask. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was literally thinking what could possibly be faster than that and not coming up with a single fighting type. That, that was my reasoning. 
It's okay. Uh, it's, um, I, I, I think we can just lock it in. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not Mega Lucario either before we try no. to go Faramosa is correct with the base 151 speed stat. Zamazenta is actually the next fastest. Oh, with the, I believe that. 138. Then Mega Low Punny at 135, Mega Mew T-Rex with 130, Meloetta Purette Form, and Zamazenta Crowned at 128. That's a weird thing for Meloetta to have. Yeah, mm. it's very fast. It's very dumb. But that gives you guys a total of seven points today. Seven. Hmm. Oh, cool. That's uh, that's a good chunk of points. So let's see. That does change up the standings. And because everybody else is like barely on the board except for you two. So we have Whimsicott with 25 points in first place. So race to oh. 30, remember. So we're almost there. Sorry. Sigma is in is in second place. I still have to send you that box anyway. It's sitting right here. I'm looking at it. Oh. Um, and I keep forgetting to send it to you. So maybe you just win and then I'll just send you more stuff. Yeah, that, that sounds like it's worth it at this point. <laughs> and then Sigma, you're in second place with 12 points. Sublime is in third with 10. Linian in fourth with eight. Seth Vilo and Claude Nine are tied for fifth with six points, and P. McKee and Jushiro are tied for seventh with five. Shamu and Basket have yet to get on the board. All right, so if you want more Poke Quiz action, tune in to the podcast next week or on the stream. We will kick it on over now to the topic. Don't forget to check out the Puckle YouTube this week to catch another extended mailbag. We have a few more emails to get through, so be sure to check it out. Puckle Podcast on YouTube. On to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is the future of past legends. Hmm. I like that title. We're going to keep it. That's a keeper. Sigma came up with this one. We're going to be talking about legendaries and how they can use past legendaries and spice them up. Kind of like they did in Crown, Crown Tundra is really the reason because uh, the reason to think about this. Because we got the Galarian uh, Kanto legendaries. Mm -hmm. And the new Reggies. And the new Reggies, which I thought, I mean, so it's two different ways to spice up old legends, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess this has kind of also happened in terms of like Kyogre and Groudon as well, by giving them their primal forms and I guess Rayquaza mm. kind of with the Mega. And Mega Mewtwo then. Yeah. 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 So my number one worry <laughs> is that we're just, they're going to Meowth it and they're going to no. just, they're just going to be like, Canto Bird seven times. Uh... <laughs> How many different Meowths do we need? I can't wait for Gen 9 to have a regional Meowth. It's going to happen. I like regional Meowth, though. Meowth is fun. Uh, I think at this point it would be a good gimmick. Mm. I would fall into the Meowth regional gimmick very easily. If you can have a Pikachu clone every generation. Yeah, no, it's like a Pikachu a clone, except it's a Meowth clone, and it's just a Meowth. Yeah. <laughs> I like the regional Meowths more than I like Glammeow or Skitty. So Okay, so you're absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. Or Purloin, even. Like, I really like the use of regional Pokemon in general. It's done very well in both Gen 7, despite its flaws, and Gen 8, despite its flaws. Didn't like that they hid um, split evolutionary paths from us, but and it makes it harder to accommodate things like um, Berserker. Mm. Like, I like Berserker. Berserker is probably one of my favorite Gen 8 Pokemon. I, I think that doing split evolutions like that, it gets complicated. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, and so I don't want to go much further with that concept than they already have, right? What would have been cool is if they would have given us, like, another Slowpoke slow evolution. That would have been cool. Like, an additional one. Mm, I mean, yeah. you're you're not wrong that we didn't need a Galarian Slowpoke. We could have just had regular Slowpoke evolve into two new things. Mm -mm. I really dislike the way it evolves, too. It feels very lazy. 
It's like, oh, it's essentially an evolution stone. Cool. Mm. I, I'm just not a fan of Galarian Slowbro or Slowpoke's evolution method. I, I thought they would come up with like a cool way to do it. I, yeah. I do like their designs though, and how you. Oh, the designs are cool, that. and like they're both really good in. Well, not I think Galarian Slow po- King more so than Slowbro, but. Galarian Slowking is good in OU. Yeah. yeah, it's good in OU. They're like slow Slowking Slowbro cores are a thing. Galarian Slowbro, I think, is a fun enough meme that I'm okay with it being. There. I like both of them. I think they were both done very well. In terms of legends, though, I would love to see more. Mm-hmm. I think you could pull it off with the with like the Gen two legendary uh, beasts. I had an idea about that. Okay, As, add a psychic and dark. Mm. No, actually. So I love the story of the legendary beasts. That like oh. the lightning struck the tower, it caused the fire, and then the rain put it out. And then yeah, 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 yeah. took, you know, the three Pokemon that had died in the event and made them into legendary beasts. So what you can do is have another catastrophic event in another region, and then Ho or another legendary does the same thing. So I thought if an earthquake causes like Ooh. a chemical or nuclear spill, and then the plants soak it up and restore the environment, you can have a ground, poison, and grass trio, which is also like a perfect type triangle, by the way. Mm. Well, the original ones weren't a good tri- triangle. They, they weren't a weren't, good type triangle. Which is why no. my idea improves upon them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you do the parallels, you would essentially have a ground type regional Raikou. And, oh, okay. uh, yeah, a poison type regional Entei and a grass type regional Suicune. Yeah, but hear me out. So Suicune's the purifying Pokemon. Why not make that one the poison one? Because mm. it's the last one in the story and it's the one that cleans up everything. I think you could also pull the Reggie treatment off with them very easily as well. Yeah. Because uh, like what they do with the Regilalecki and Regidrago, I think you could mm-hmm. very easily because the legend and like the fan the fan theory, which I'm sure Nintendo Nintendo likes to or Game Freak, I should say, likes to grab the fan theories and like confirm slash not confirm them. Mm. Feed them a little bit. They just go, mm, maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. <laughs> uh, but the running theory is that it was the evolutions vaporeon flareon jolteon that died and they were brought back as raikou ente and soikun um so they could very easily like make a make a psychic a dark one to add on to that i I mean you could theoretically go and add like five more but i think if you start it off you just do dark and psychic psychic and dark because those are the other uh sisters that are in that town already yeah right yeah exactly yeah and that would be interesting i think yeah so mine is our original variant and yours is an addition they both work I think both would Either work. Either way yeah. could work for them. I would also like to see regional Lugia and Hello. Hello Lugia? Yeah. Mm. I'd like to see that. Give us they the water Lugia that we've always needed. Yeah. Very Hello. That could be fun. Oh, oh yes. man. That'd that would be great. Be amazing. I think, mm. I think what you do to make them not like super hype, but okay, is you go, hey, that's a fire fairy ho and this is Ooh. a water psychic Lugia. Mm. And give them both levitate. And you don't care that they have levitate because they're flying. Maybe you give them levitate. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think that would be the fun way to do it. Serene Grace Hoa with the uh, Sacred mm. Fire 100% burns. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. No. No. Uh, <laughs> but I would love to see something like that where they kind of just like play upon that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still think that what they did with the Kanto Legendaries was really good. I think I do wish that they would have made their uh, their signature moves more like Haluchas, Flying Press, yeah. 
where they did both types of damage. Um, I would have liked that. It's kind of sad that they went hard into, no, these guys can't have their original elements as a attacking move. I think only because they did that, it was uh, their balance, though. Yeah. Could you imagine Ice-type using Psychic Articuno? That'd be kind of insane. I, I'm just complaining because, like, every flying type gets e- Icy Wind and Heat Wave, except these guys. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Zapdos got the coverage. <laughs> if you look at, like, an old Alolan Ninetales, it didn't keep any Fire-type moves to, you know, deal with the Steel-types. Oh, yeah. So I mean, Ice is such a different type, though, right, than yeah. Fire? Whereas they still kind of look like their element. Moltres is looking like it's on dark fire still. Mm-hmm. Like, Did you see that the shinies have the colors of the original oh, birds? Yes. Oh, I'm yes. looking forward it's to those. So cool. yes. One they day we'll so get cool. those. One day we'll get those. Yeah. They, they look like they're perfect for an event of some sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it would also be, I mean, they could have also just taken their signature moves and like made them their old types as well. That would have been fine with me. Like Fiery Wrath could have just <laughs> been a fire type move. Instead of a dark type mm. move, um, like give them one move of their old element. You know, you don't have to give them yeah, like Thunderbolt or something. Rotom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Rotom, where it's just like, yeah, here you can use an electric type attack Zapdos, but it's this one, and that's the only one you can use. So you're still limited in some fashion. Yeah, but you still it's have like your you're old stuck type with mm-hmm. this one. I, I think they would be too good though at that point. Honestly, if you give them too much coverage, yeah, yeah that would be pretty good for as much as like we poop on Gen Eight. Like they did a very good job balancing competitive. Like a very good <laughs> job. I, I can't think of anything yeah. that's like super broken with the competitive in Jenny. It's just, it's done very, very well. I mean, I'm sure people would argue for Dermanitan being broken. Uh, I In Pokemon's official formats, I would say no. <laughs> I, I agree. Dermanitan <laughs> is In Pokemon's fine. official formats, the v- formats that they probably actually balanced for, no. To be fair, fair. next gen, next gen, I could see uh, Dermanitan being a problem. In a world without Dynamax, where you can... Yes. Protect against mm-hmm. it by going big, and it's like, oh, okay, I can survive the hit and KO back. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that goes away, yeah. maybe Darmanitan's too good. Uh, yeah. We'll find out. I don't know. I- Although part of the reason that it's so good, it's Dynamax, because you get out the choice bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I also really like, uh, let's see, other re- other legendaries that you could spice up. You can make Mesprit. And fam. Those guys, they need something. They need, they need something forms. to be not bad, they right? They need something. Yeah. Uh, regional forms would be great. Uh, Megas, mm-hmm. to give them different types, because, you know, yeah. Gen 4 had yeah. to give us four levitating psychic type Pokemon, and only two stand out. Yeah, not even <laughs> two. <laughs> Cresselia mm-hmm. stands out. I mean, Cresselia out. and Azelf stand out, right? Azelf doesn't stand out, I don't think. I think it, I don't think it stands out. It was, it's Azelf always been an okay suicide one. league. It's yeah. been a fine suicide lead because it's offensive while the rest are kind of defensive. Mm-hmm. And it's fast. Yeah. It's got 115 speed. I know. I don't know. Like, I think with the remakes probably coming, it would be cool to see something happen with those with those yeah, three. Very. Those three need it the most because Cresselia is right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get fairy typing. That's 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 They should have gotten fairy typing with the retcon. But they are about the mind and the emotions and that psychic type to a T. Yeah, you could have just been... More Gardevoir. Um, mm, more Gardevoir. So you add the fairy type. That would be fine. Yes. No, you don't turn them fairy type. You just make them fiery psychic. Giving yeah, each of them fair. like a secondary type would be amazing for them. All uh, of them having yeah. just a different secondary type to differentiate them from Azov each other. would get steel and Mesprit would get fairy and Yuxi might get normal, dark, ghost. Mm-hmm. Ghost mm-hmm. because it's knowledge. Yeah. Ooh, psychic ghost I like that. See, that's, that's all yeah. they have to do. 
they're, they're regionals. We're not going to get that in in a remake, but uh, no, <laughs> no, but it would be really cool. Yeah, we'll get re- regional versions of. Uh, we'll get another regional meowth. No, I was going to say <laughs> thunderous and tornadoes. Oh, it's Sinnohin meowth. Why are these Pokemon based on Shinto gods in the American region? That uh, that never made sense to me. Which one are you talking mm. about? Are you talking about thunderous? <laughs> oh, those guys. And yes, tornadoes. Fujin and Raijin. Yeah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It felt like they were meant for Sinnoh, and they just ran they out were. of room and they pushed them. They back, absolutely right? were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like how the three musketeers felt like they were more for, perfect for Kalos, but or yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were in Unova for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. yeah. So there's another legend right that I thought it would be fun to have added to the game. Okay, which. Mm-hmm would actually work well in, like, a sequel to Sun and Moon or, you know, somewhere else. Because every island in Alola has its own guardian, Mm -hmm. the Tapus. Mm -hmm. Oh. But technically, there's now another island in Alola. It's an artificial one, the Aether Paradise, but it's there. So what if a new, like, fairy steel-type Tapu is created to be the guardian of Aether Paradise? Please, no, no, no more, more steel, steel types, fairy please. types. No no more steel fairies, please. It please. would be, like, tiny and useless, but it should be there because of the lore. It would be so cute. It's just Magirna. Make it a normal fairy. Make it a normal fairy. But it's I'm an sure artificial island. <laughs> it should have to be steel. I was really hoping... Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon was going to introduce us to like the rest of the islands in the Hawaiian Islands, right? And we were going to get With a couple more. Tapu. Like you're going, yeah, we were going to get like a couple more tapus for these other islands. Yeah, that never happened, and I, it made me sad. And I, I think they yeah. should still do it. Yeah, that's like that's where my thought started. Like there An are more fairy. than four islands in Hawaii. Yeah, there's there's but... eight. I think there's eight that people count. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of islands. It's whether they count. There's eight that people go to. <laughs> Fair. And even then, like, one of those eight, they don't really go to. Uh, they, mm. they don't really go to those. It's, uh, it, yeah. I mean, you could have, like, an ice fairy. You could have had a water fairy and, like... You have a water fairy. Oh, yeah, we had a water fairy. Oh, my gosh, I'm a dummy. Oh, wait, we have Tapu Pini. Darn. Uh. Ground fairy would have been cool. Ground fairy would have mm-hmm. been cool. Fire fairy is what we all need. Volcano, oh. volcano Tapu. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't Rapidash. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very frustrating. I just used Rapidash as a verb. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. I'm going to look up these islands. Because I think, I think there's like eight that people... Uh, I guess on the map, if you look at like an overview, no, there's like one, I can, I'm going to count from the sky. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Seven. There's like eight big ones in quotes. You've got, you've got mm-hmm. big Hawaii, you got Maui, you got Oahu, and then the other one that I always forget that are like the four big ones, but Kauai, that's it. Uh, one of them only has like a hundred or some people living there. So that's, oh. I completely understand. And I, I mean, the population does fall off very quickly. Like, yeah. after you go to Kauai, it's like 66,000 people live there, and then you go to uh, Molokai, and I'm probably saying this wrong, and Linian will lose his mind, but yeah, 7,000 people live there instead of 66,000. <laughs> so, oh, it's tiny. So, it's, uh, it, yeah, it just, it doesn't go well. <laughs> so, maybe they were in the right to only stick to four islands, I don't know. Uh, I, I would have liked to see more islands pop up, though. It would have been, it would have made for, like, a nice little, a nice little, like, uh, story there. Oh, well. It is what yeah. it is. 
You can still do it. Yeah. You can still add more when they remake Alola in 20 years. I, I would always be down for more Tapu. I think more more is better for Tapu than different types. I honestly don't know if they remake games after Diamond and Pearl. I, I don't mm. even think Diamond and Pearl needs remade. It, well, maybe. They, they didn't know. I would, I would, honestly, I wouldn't, like, the question is, does, the question for me is, do you remake Gen 5? Because can you remake Gen 5 in a good way? Because Black and White 2 are their own thing. And, like, you exactly. need, you, you can't just remake Black and White without remaking Black and White 2. Yeah, I'd rather revisit the region than have a Unless remake, right? Unless you remake Black and White, and then Black and White 2 is the DLC. Uh, I think I think that's what you have to do to an extent. I would more argue that you should just do black and white three. Um, right. Or you don't even need to name it black and white three, right? You just No, you call it black and white uh, three. You, yeah, it would work. I thought numbers didn't sell games. It's another way to mess up the sales numbers for Gen 5. It's sad. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it I think remake slash third versions, which are gone, thank God also kind of in the same vein if you're not oh or as uh <laughs> well or as got the pokemon go bump uh yeah so it's artificial but i think if you look at the sales numbers though it's very similar between third version and remake mm-hmm. and so i wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like a uh a remake of gen uh like if you saw a sequel to that, I don't know. I would love just to revisit the region, like you said, and not have to worry about too much. I would love a revisit much. where you get to choose where you go. Like if you go Battle Roxy, or I mm. would like to revisit it and have access to something that's not from Unova. Like what do you mean? Yeah, I mean if you remake Black and White, you only have the 156 Pokemon from Unova. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, you Available use the Black Two White Two decks. You use the Black Two. Yeah, you decks. do. Yeah, you fix exactly. it so Black and White Two. At least, yes, at least. Uh, you probably have to add more Pokemon from. Honestly, if too. you if you do like a remake of Black and White without the locked decks, you make the perfect game. Yeah, yeah. Like Black and yeah. White Two fixed the decks problem perfectly. Yeah, uh, I think so. I, I agree with that. It's speaking of Black and White, and t- going back to the topic for Legends, because this isn't entirely about Legends anymore, but that's fine. Is uh, I would love to see the original Dragon. Yes. Mm, uh, yeah. Yes. The, oh man, it's like seeing pieces of the truth without getting the whole truth with the Kirim forms and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. I would love to see a version where you could combine all three of them together and get the original dragon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that that would be so good. It would be very cool. Very, very cool. And <laughs> just telling you what you should do, Pokemon. <laughs> telling uh, you what you should do. So here's a question then. Uh Sword the Sword Trio or mm. Quadra. Mm. You could do the same thing. You uh, could just I, forms or Adam. Uh, I think I think forms because I think they're complete as a set. Yeah, like they they do well with stat distribution. I think just giving them a different form. It could be the first time you mm-hmm. get a you, the first time you get a regional mythical in Keldeo. Yeah, yeah. Granted, he's been kind of demythicalized, like Deoxys. Yeah, but kind of. Yeah, not as hype as Deoxys, by the way. But <laughs> there's very little telling you he's there. It's like uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Deoxys is still hyped to me. Like Delta episode is such a good idea. Wow, oh, yes. Delta episode. Mm-hmm. It, it it got things right. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting getting to Deoxys might have been a chore, but the actual yes. battle was wow. it was hype. Yes. Very hype. It was hype. So cool. It's absolutely hype. I have another one that is more like I wish they had done this back then. Okay. Remember in Gen Six, all the speculation about the fact that the legendaries were. The creatures that live on Yggdrasil. Yes. 
Yes. The world tree. Mm -hmm. And there's one that's missing and everyone thought, oh, we're going to get it as a mythical and we never did. And squirrel? it's Ratatoskr the squirrel. The squirrel? The squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> the squat? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. There's a messenger squirrel. Is, it, yeah. It's a squirrel that climbs up and down the tree and essentially provokes um, the eagle on top of the tree and mm. the snake at the bottom of the tree by bringing messages between them back and forth and the messages are usually malicious because it's a malicious little beast that enjoys you know squirrel, <laughs> sowing so, discord you know. and stuff that's great <laughs> no I, I just learned about the squirrel because like the newest magic the gathering set t has norse mm. mythology and there's a legendary squirrel in that set so it's like oh interesting yeah. and i'm always for more uh aura abilities so zygarde's aura break doesn't seem useless on it Poor yeah Poor Zygarde. Poor Zygarde. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't. There's a lot of cool ways you can go with it. I don't want to go too far into like Gen Six because I don't think Gen Six gave us enough meat to actually care. Uh, no. Yeah, because upsetting. they scrapped the last games. <laughs> they definitely did. There was definitely supposed to be more there, and yeah. they just were just like, no, no. Like I wouldn't be against another horse in the future, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's something easy to do. It's like, oh yeah, and then we throw Calyrex on it, and everything is fine. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, uh, I think this is a good place to stop. I think we came up with a lot of good ones. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of room for emails, so... Uh. Yeah. Let's uh, go ahead and cut it here, and we're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode, so we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 890, Eternatus, the gigantic Pokemon. Its Pokedex entry from Pokemon Shield states, It was inside a meteorite that fell 20,000 years ago. There seems to be a connection between this Pokemon and the Dynamax phenomenon. That's disappointing. Uh <laughs> wasn't Kyurem also in a meteor. Uh, I assume it wasn't 20,000 years ago. I know that um, Deoxys was in a meteor, I believe. Deoxys was in a meteor. Clefairy is said to have fallen from the moon. Minior is a literal meteor. <laughs> yeah, Minior is not a Pokemon. That's not in the game. Uh, <laughs> Linian and I will have very strong words for you when this is over. For alligators, not a Pokemon either by the same logic, so it's fine. Oh. So... Yeah, I mean, it's a turn of this. A turn of this is okay. I mean, dragon poison's a decent type. And it's glad I'm glad that we got a good dragon poison type. You say that like Naganadel wasn't ban worthy. Oh, that's true. Naganadel was good. And is, I mean, I should <laughs> say is good. But based on 40 HP, that's pretty bulky. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is Uber. These are Uber stats, right? 85 yeah. attack. Who cares? That That's a dump stat, by the way. Like 85 is a dump stat <laughs> for, a, for, a, for a legend. It's really hard to think about it like that. Like 85 is a dump stat. And then 95 defense, 145 special attack. You see the dump stat thing. Um, 95 special defense, 130 speed. The turn of this is very okay. Mm -mm. Very much so okay. And I would not worry about it too much outside of that. So the cool thing about it is um, because it's a Gen 8 legend, they don't Dynamax because they're all about anti-Dynamax, which is really cool. I don't know how this is going to work in like future generations. Yeah, I was I was very confused when I saw that because Dynamax doesn't feel like it's here forever. Yeah, Dynamax obviously isn't here forever. Ever, so we have like Dynamax Cannon, a move named for defeating Dynamax. And mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't know how it works in the future. I mean, it's really good now in, in competitive. 
Can I be a horrible person? Yeah. The solution is, in the future, you just don't have Eternatus in the decks. Yeah, I know, and that hurts me. I <laughs> I feel attacked. Good news is, the signature move is 100 base power, just like Mewtwo's, so it's yeah. like not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's literally, it literally works out really well outside of Dynamax as well, so I'm not... Like, yeah. you just remove the Dynamax text, and it's yeah. still a mm-hmm. good move, right? It's still, it's still a good move, regardless. It also gets a second... It has, like, two signature moves. Yeah, it gets a hyper beam that's stronger. Than yeah, it has a hyper beam as well. So like, a turn of this is fine and outside. It's just thinking about things like Behemoth Blade and and stuff like that, which are really cool anyway, and they work really well in metas without Dynamax. They, they do fine for mm-hmm. themselves without. Dynamax. Yeah, so I, I'm, I guess maybe I'm not as worried as I thought I was. Yeah, so we've got a turn of beam and Dynamax Cannon, both very good moves because Dynamax Cannon gets like really spooky too, especially in singles right now because a lot of people are running Dragon types, base two hundred stab with Dynamax, and if you're facing off against a dragon type, it's base like 600, essentially. Mm. <laughs> it's a base 600 move. Especially when you're specs. Yeah, and then your specs on top of that. Oh, God, it's just disgusting. So we do have a B- BSS team for you guys today with that Choice Specs Eternatus, so you can feel real good about yourself. So Choice Spec Eternatus, pressure, because it's the only ability it can have, and it's got 12 HP, probably some kind of life orb slash toxic number. 4 defense, 236 special attack, um, 4 special defense, and 252 speed. Uh, timid nature, because you've got to go fast. Vroom. It's got Dynamax Cannon to really capitalize on its dynam- anti-Dynamax abilities. Sludge Wave, Flamethrower, and Shadow Ball. And if you're just like, oh man, but how do I fight against Zacian for some reason? Even though this takes care of Zacian pretty wonderfully. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have to predict the switch in with you do. You do have to predict it. Yes. I, I honestly, Eternatus is really good. Eternatus has been one of my favorites in BSS. And it's a uh, ditto with choice scarf <laughs> with imposter. Mm-hmm. So you can beat those other Zacians to death. Because ev- the thing that people might not be aware of is if you switch a ditto in on a Zacian that already has the plus one attack, the intrepid sword ability will actually activate again. Yep. Once the ditto transforms. So you'll be at plus two. And you're going to be faster because you're Choice Scarf. <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, you beat other Zacians very easily when you're a Ditto. Ditto, Ditto like gets those hot moments for like just a second, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for Ditto. Good for you, Ditto. You're doing all right. It was OU worthy before they banned Dynamax. Yeah. <laughs> the little blob that could. The little blob that could. Absolutely. But I guess the team rounds out with some other things that aren't a turn to this and, and easy ditto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Landorus Therian with the Life Orb. Uh, we run an Earthquake, Fly, Sword Stance, Rock Slide, Jelly Nature, Max Speed, Max Attack. So obviously, this is probably going to be one of your big Dynamax targets on the team. If you can get up a Sword Stance and then just go to town with Max Airstream or Max uh, Ground, life is pretty good for you. Uh, rock is good coverage. So Yeah. It helps a lot with Cinderace. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Intimidate's just usually good to have. Mm-hmm. It annoys Mimikyu's, though Mimikyu's are annoying for you, too, because, like, uh, the one hit, unhit. Yeah. There's also the annoying things like Quagsire around to be unaware of your boosts. Yeah. Quagsire. Uh, but, yeah, Landorus, just a solid mon, as usual. He's just good. Like, he he's not broken this gen, at least. Like... He does feel worse than he has been in the past, but he's still solid. Thank you, mm-hmm. Intimidate Nerfs. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have 
a pre-marina and an assault vest, max HP, max special defense, and a little bit of defense. So probably not going to go big with this one, unless you have to. Though, pre-marina's special attack, I believe, is just massive on its own, so. Yes. Is it? It probably can get by. It, it is a special wall, though, with an AV and max spadef. Darn. Uh, sassy nature, too. With zero speed. Uh, we have Aquajet and Flip Turn, so that's what probably why we're minus speed. Oh, wow. I didn't realize there's a base 126 special attack. Holy... Yep. Yeah, no, it's a really, really high special attack. Thanks, Lillian Speed Tears, for giving other stats numbers. <laughs> yeah. All those Pokemon All those Pokemon are an eye on time. Yeah. Scald and Moonblast is your main stabs, with Aquajet and Flip Turn as utilities. Sometimes things live with one HP and need to die. Sometimes you want to switch out slowly with a Flip Turn, so... Mm-mm. Good on Primarina. Hmm. I'm a bit iffy on it not using, you know, uh, a sound-based move because substitutes are a thing. Uh, but eh. they are, but it's okay. But yeah. since it is slow and bulky, it's cold makes sense. Yeah, like it, it's not here to hit things hard. It's here no to absorb hits and yeah, mm-hmm. maybe burn things. So another thing that can sponge up some hits and hit back really hard, but this time we're making it a bit speedier, is Celesteela. It's holding leftovers. The ability is obviously beast boost. It has teaming nature with max speed, 196 HP, and 60 special defense. And what this spread does is give you max speed and the highest possible amount of HP you can get while still getting a special defense boost with your beast boost. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's timid, it has zero attack IVs, and it's got Protect, Substitute, Leech Seed, and Flash Cannon. Because sometimes you want to be the stall. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And when you're Celesteela, you can afford to be a fast stall. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And then, to round up the Gen 7 trio, you have Incineroar. It has Blaze, it's holding a Citrus Berry, it has... Max HP, max defense, four speed, and impish nature, and it's running Darkest Lariat, Parting Shot, which is really interesting, Flare Blitz, and Will-O-Wisp. This is a very interesting team. What was really interesting is it isn't it isn't Intimidate. Like that that really shocked us when we saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Blaze and Cineroar. Blaze and Cineroar. It Good probably for you, I could guess. be Intimidate if you wanted to change it. It could be. I don't know. In singles, I don't know that I'm as worried, especially with you having a Lando. Yeah, it's not as necessary when you have uh, Landorus as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially with so few uh, Dynamax targets on your team, maybe this ends up going big. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Blaze Blaze might have its place. Yeah. Because you'll get, like, a slight power boost when you're weak anyway. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it working as awful well, as it Intimidate is. But Intimidate could work well on this, too, just because you're max HP, max defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, like, already a physical wall. Yeah. That is your goal in life. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. you pivot with Dark, or Parting Shot, and annoy things, or you Will-O-Wisp them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you want to use this team, we're going to drop it on the Discord for you guys to try out. A turn of this is my favorite. I'm just going to say, a turn of this is my favorite. So definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, this is good for like, what, another two months? Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's mailbag. So, yeah, let's kick it on over. It's mail time! Send in your emails! Mail! 
and welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is the part of the show where you send in emails to us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com, and we'll probably read them on the show. In addition to that, it is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we'll give the Green Toros badge to anybody we think started a really good conversation in the mailbag and got us talking. That it will give you access to the exclusive Green Toros Club on the Discord server. We got a few emails this week. We're going to do another extended mailbag for these emails that we didn't get to. And we're going to go ahead and just read a few of them for you guys today. So if you haven't, uh, if you didn't get right on the show, don't worry, you'll be on YouTube here in uh, the next few days. So our first email, uh, well, last week we did ask you guys what you thought about scalpers. And so our first email this week is going to be from David. Mm-hmm. David says, hi, Thatch and Puckle crew. I've been listening for a couple of months now and thoroughly enjoy your content and your wonderful co-hosts, each one having their own brilliant personality. Thank you that you're also wonderful. Don't worry. (laughs) That was a joke. It was a joke. Please don't make it a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just dig your own grave, my friend. I know. I know. (laughs) However... I do not appreciate disregard towards children and their emotions, especially when we all start out as these fragile little beings. It's absolutely true that we're shaped by our childhoods. There's been multiple documentaries on psychopaths. That is not where I thought this email was going. There's been multiple documentaries on psychopaths, and it is widely known that anyone can have the genetic makeup to be a psycho, but depending on your childhood, usually, not always, most of us turn out okay. Now, I'm not saying that scalping Pokemon cards will turn our future youth into psychopaths. That's ridiculous. Laughing face. What I'm saying is, if you think back to a time when you were small and pick a time you were truly inconsolable and upset, what it makes you realize is you never want this for anyone, especially your own children or anyone else's, so you do your absolute best to shield them from this pain and grief. And while it may seem stupid or ridiculous to us as adults that someone would genuinely grieve over not being able to get some Pokemon cards, it is absolutely a thing that children do. They are still learning emotions and do not have the resilience that we've achieved through multiple stages of our lives. I appreciate you for thinking that I as an adult have that kind of emotional balance. I do not, but thank you. Furthermore, you're absolutely correct that if we do not nurture and support the younger generations of Pokemon fans, Pokemon may eventually die as a brand, or, as you stated, it will ruin the interest in keeping and investing in franchise memorabilia. Anyway, my conclusion is this. While we're the first generation to enjoy and grow Pokemon to the dizzying heights it has achieved, it is absolutely our duty to make sure that future generations can enjoy the franchise that we've loved for so long, so if nothing else, they can at least appreciate it. Anyway, sorry for this long email. It's fine. Whimsicott was here to read it. She still has to pay (laughs) off a lot of words that she made people say a lot of years ago. All the best, David. Well, thank you, David. This was a very sweet email. Yes, it was very nice. Mm -hmm. I like that one Mm -hmm. a lot. Yes. All right. Our next one is going to be from Trevster. All right, I got this one. Hi, everyone. This is Trevster, the late night legend, writing in. I know this week's prompt was about TCG scalpers. We all know they're bad for the game and make a bad name for true Pokemon fans everywhere. But I'm sure there's enough salt in everyone else's emails already. Instead, I want to say how much I have been enjoying the Puckle Draft League. My team is the No Ho Hoos, and mm. even though I signed up on a whim, 
I have been having such a blast. Before I started about a month ago, I was a VGC-only kind of guy. Now I am enjoying singles for the first time. I am truly thankful for the hard work all the mods do, the Excel spreadsheets, and the documents look beautiful and are so tidy. Thank you, Ozzy. It's mostly Ozzy. It's all Ozzy. Yes. <laughs> the spreadsheet is Ozzy. 100% Ozzy. <laughs> He's been growing it over the years, and it looks beautiful. It's like the combination of like five years of working on a spreadsheet. Mm-mm. Right? He gets to add a little more to it each year. It's mm-hmm. I, I love what it's become, because it's become great. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's continue on. So far, my favorite thing has been seeing everyone's battles each week and all the craziest sets the other players have been running, such as Choice Scarf Physical Lapras, a Scope Lens Blaziken, and Shamu's All Reggie Team. The UUTC also has been fun. I look forward to playing more Battle Stadium singles matches with everyone. I want to thank everyone in the Puckle community for opening me up to the new ways to enjoy Pokemon beyond just VGC. P.S. If you use my trivia I submitted about Poison Pokemon, I came up with it from doing research and prep for one of my PDL matches. So we actually did. We did today. Remember that one yeah, about the Toxic? I know, that's why we, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did use that one today. Thank you to Liger for finding that one and not reading the emails and just getting that right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you're also the only one who stomped us today. So good job. Mm-hmm. I also forgot to congratulate David. I liked his email. I read it when I read it the first time. I'm like, man, this has like arguments based on science and and studies. And this is really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And I wanted I before I forgot, I wanted to just like mention that and talk about how like I think it I think it is incredibly important that we worry about the children not being able to play Pokemans. I mean, the card game's in a really bad place right now overall. I mean, you can't play it physically anyway, but yeah. But it's not about playing the game. It's about seeing a commercial on TV that they're doing a Pokemon thing at McDonald's and pestering your parents to go to McDonald's during a pandemic to get you Mm -hmm. the Pokemon thing and then getting there and they don't have the Pokemon thing because someone else bought it to make a YouTube video. Yeah. So much money goes into marketing and when the marketing can't sell you a product, that's probably not a good thing. Mm -hmm. No, I, I don't know. It's just, it's really weird. It's just weird, and I don't like it, and I don't know how it got this bad. Well, I think I have ideas, but I don't want, I don't think they're appropriate for this podcast. Because uh, <laughs> I, think, I think they have more to do with than just Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, welcome to Thatch's Politics pot- Podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's a show that we're going to... Patreon only, right there. Thatch's, uh, <laughs> Thatch's Scary Worldview. Okay, this next one is uh, from a new uh, writer, I believe. Academic. Academic J. Greetings, wonderful Thatch and co-host. I have not written an email since school started back up, just because teaching music during a pandemic virtually to students that do not speak English has been quite challenging. Wow. But, rewar- but rewarding. I got. I just got nominated for Educator of the Year in my district, so I must be doing something right. Well, that's Woo. good. Congratulations. Woo. Woo. Yay. I know this email will be a week late, and that's all right. I don't think it's a week late. You got. You sent it last night. We usually record on Saturday. You sent mm-hmm. it on Friday. So you're doing all right. Perfect. You got it on time. But I wanted to say that while scalping is terrible, I agree the Pokemon company knew what they were doing throughout this whole this this ordeal. Uh, we I'll discuss that in a minute. The bottom line I, is I do that think they, distributors are distributors have an issue during this time too. So Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. 
The bottom line is they wanted to make money, and TCG is selling out faster than anything else right now. That's probably why Charizards have been in almost every set. Well, yeah, they've been doing that on purpose. Uh, yeah, that, that's on them. That's on them. That, that one's on them. 100% on them. I also believe that this is why they try. They chose to do the trading card game, t- trading cards for the McDonald's toys. They've done that several times. So. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it does okay. Yeah, we have our nostalgia with plastic toys, the gold collector coins, and other figurines. Those are memories that I will not trade. But the Pokemon company opted for cardboard rather than other options. TVCI knew about the scalping and the shortages before releasing the McDonald's cards, and they also knew two other sets dropping around the same time. So I believe they're feeding into it because this benefits them. Thanks for reading, Academic J. So yes and no. I think I think trying to boil down like supply line issues is just like oh they don't care they're just trying to do what blah 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 is um isn't the best take. I agree that it's an issue, but I think it also you have to think it's going to take time to also increase the scale of product, right? Yeah, because they're producing it like a couple months in advance. Yeah, right? yeah. So so one the cards are all pre planned. Like I I would assume some, it's like nine months to a year before the cards actually come out cards are planned and Mm -hmm. so that's already before all the scalping started this current set was already planned and they were they've been planning for this 25th anniversary for over a year remember when they leaked the cards accidentally in one of those other sets (laughs) yeah i was gonna say uh we we saw what a chimchar yeah we saw a chimchar for that's in the mcdonald's set and that was way back in september yeah we saw that way that's how long these cards have been printed yeah, they've been they've been thinking about this already. So I would say that the supply line adjustment hasn't been able to be made yet until recently. And they announced that they were actually this past uh, the week before last um, that they were going to be reprinting a lot of other sets and just upping upping the supply line. And this is probably also something after they already decreased the supply line because they expected a fall in sales because nobody's playing physically. Mm-mm. Like nobody can predict Logan Paul going and like creating a Pokemon bubble. Yeah. No. Right. Nobody can predict that. And I, I mean, it, it has become really disgusting. Like we said last week on the show, it's become really disgusting where Verbank City on first, they already named it after a toxic gym, which I think is hilarious. But mm-hmm. I mean, they know they know they're on Facebook. They know, they know what's up. They know they they know. Uh, and so I think it's uh, I, I think it's really interesting just watching how it's turned because it used to just be people like talking about deck licks, deck lists and stuff like that. And now it's very much just turned to Pokemon investing hour over there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really frustrating to see because there's more to the cards than that. There's more to the fandom than that. And if you're just investing in Pokemon cards, like this isn't magic. No. You know, magic is magic is magic. And Pokemon is Pokemon. And Pokemon, like the TCG and Pokemon is just like a supplement to the fandom. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that entirely because uh, um, TCG tournaments are really big. Yeah. TCG tournaments are always bigger than the VGC ones. Like. Yes. Well, that's because you have to play in person to do that. And I think VGC does a very, I think VGC. Viewer wise, viewer wise. Viewer wise, VGC does much better. Yeah. But player wise. Which... Yeah. Player wise, TCG does better. That's very true. Much better. Much better, by the way. We're talking like five to seven times larger. Five at, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least a <laughs> multiplier or something. It's, it's like five to seven times larger. It's like 200 VGC players show up, 1,000 TCG players stand yeah i've i've seen it even worse than that i've seen it like 200 vgc players and then you get like 1400 tcg players yeah Uh, i i've seen it i've seen stuff like that it's crazy those tcg players are giving them a lot more money than those VGC. absolutely absolutely also if you go to the tournaments most of the like entry gifts that you get are geared towards the tcg players more so than the vgc players Mm -hmm. like 
I, I'm always upset when I go to play VGC at an event and then they're just like, here's a hat. And like, if you play TCG, they're just like, here's a cool play mat. And it's the same price. And I'm always a little bummed because I'd much rather have the play mat. <laughs> than <the> hat. <laughs> yeah, no, back before I started playing VGC, I believe it was like a one day event that was like for the people in TCG who yeah. bailed out day one or whatever. Was yeah. what it used to be. So, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't, but again, I wouldn't blame TPCI exactly for this right now because they probably planned to scale back and then it exploded and it probably takes a little bit to get those supply lines going back, going again. Especially mm-hmm. given the situation. So, yeah, I mean, this all happened very rapidly and it accelerated at an exponential level. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just really exploded, especially right now. That's why, like, Shining Fates is impossible to get, uh, especially yeah. for MSRP. You're not getting it for MSRP. There's there's no way you're buying a, a Hidden Fates um, Elite Trainer box for 50 bucks. I tried yesterday on Pokemon Center. The site yeah. died for a little bit. It showed yeah. available, but couldn't add to the cart for about a half hour. And then it was like, nah, it's out of stock. It's like, yep. Thanks, bots. Yeah. Thanks, bots. It was really bad. It, it's just really, really bad how much the people are like going after these cards. And I mean, it... it I don't know. It hurts me a little bit because like, yeah, maybe I want to collect them, you know, but at the same time, I'm not going to do that if it means that like some kid can't get it because I'm driving up the market value mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And I just want to open a couple packs, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I, just I don't want to hoard them. I just want some of the product. Yeah. Some, not all of it. Yeah. And people just want to go buy it so they can resell it because I'm sure like right now, if you go on eBay, they're probably like 120, 150 bucks. I, I believe single packs are like 12 bucks. I've seen them for I've seen them. Yeah. Let, let's look at yeah, like 12 Fates. to 15 bucks or something like that. Shiny, shining, shining fates. Uh, the Charizard's up for like $700. I believe that. So I found that somebody's selling the Pikachu, the Pikachu box for $45 retail 25. Retail twenty five exactly. That Charizard's everywhere. You can buy an Elite Trainer box for seventy. That's actually not too bad. That's not awful compared to the fifty retail price. Sixty dollar tin for the Eldegoss V. Thirty dollar tin. Cool. Yep, thirty dollar tin. Yeah, it's it's just uh yeah, this is gross. I just like everybody that's making this a thing. I like you're just pu- punching this value up, and it's really frustrating. And it's artificial. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like this is gonna come crashing down. Like once once COVID's over, I'm sure this is going to crash down, or what, maybe once product is is increased, it, it's just going to not grow, go well for them. Like I can definitely see that happening. I don't know. It's it's just gotten bad. It's just gotten really bad to the point where people are stocking the delivery driver, and it it's just yeah, they're bad. tracking they're tracking distributors at like yep. targets. Yep, it's really bad. I I hope it comes to an end soon. I don't know how you I don't know how you stop it. I honestly don't know how you stop it. Thankfully, I'm not in the position to be the person that has to, right? Right. <laughs> All I can ask is that everybody tries to please be reasonable. Please be reasonable. Please be kind to your fellow human being. On that note, though, uh, <laughs> Green Taurus badge, uh, I personally want to give it to David. Me too. Sure. David, you get the Green Taurus badge. You can come and join the Green Taurus Club. Uh, if you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, the best way to do it is through our Discord. Uh, go to discord.gg slash whatever the numbers are in the description or you can boost us up for nitro so we can get the slash puckle podcast (laughs) (laughs) uh and so other ways you can keep up with us one subscribe to puckle plus puckle plus has all of your extra cool shows on thursdays uh what's this week uh last week was tcg cast week before that was battle cast this week is game uh there's a trivia rewind and there's probably going to be a game corner dropping at some point this week okay there we go done 
and then of course we've got uh more things you can do one you can follow us on twitter facebook tumblr instagram you can also of course follow us over at youtube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast to catch things like the extended mailbag i think we're gonna do another round of puckle plays very soon mm. i'm very excited for that yeah i'm very excited for Same. soul silver puckle plays yeah it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time i'm excited for that i want to i want to do that probably starting in march we'll start that in march let's say let's give that a day, day to that it's gonna happen in march hmm. first week of march first first video boom did it i set a date for myself so it has to be done Oh, I look forward to the Whitney massacre. Oh, oh no, <laughs> Whitney and Soul Silver is hard because she Melting is scrappy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that yeah. dumb? Isn't that dumb? It's oh cruel my gosh. is what it is. It's dumb. All right, and so on top of that, if you want to check us out over Twitch TV slash The Puckle Podcast, I'm going to start a Pokemon Platinum Nuzlocke this week on Tuesday, so be sure to check that out. Hmm. Ooh, yeah, and I know they're doing something else on Thursday. I forget what. And then again on Saturday, I'll be back, and we're going to do some watch-alongs for Pokemon Season 6, which is going to be really cool. Um, we're probably the first four or five episodes of that before we record the podcast live, so make sure you're there, twitch.tv slash pucklepodcast, the Puckle Podcast. And of course, if you want to help support the show, best way to do it is to either subscribe on Twitch or go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. Throw us a few bucks. We need to do those giveaways. I keep forgetting to put the post up. Um, it's usually me and McGee, and we've been dropping the ball. Uh, but there are going to be some Pokemon giveaways later this week, and I think I'm going to try to run them 24-7 so everybody can hit them. So with that said, we're going to go ahead and call it a uh, call it a podcast. I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been the Fluffy Swimsicott. And I've been Arsene. And here in the Lavender Sound Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.